0: And welcome to Broads and Books. I'm Erin. And I'm Amy. And this is episode 115, Cruel Summer.
1: You know what's cruel? What? We've had to redo that a few times. Yeah, we have. are testing your limits. Testing my limits. With the
0: numbers. Yeah, because our microphones weren't working. No. Because it turns out I had just done something wrong. Wow, well, We fixed it. I, I mean. But that first time, I perfectly said.
1: You did. we out of the gate. No hesitation, yeah, 115, yeah. didn't even think about it. Yeah, but I this time tell. I
0: really had to enunciate.
1: It, it landed the same both times. <sighs> I'm so glad. Right?
0: Because I was starting to think our listeners really thought I had a problem with numbers. <laughs> well,
1: they know I have a problem pronouncing names, so. That's true. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> and even... they love us no matter yeah, what. <laughs> yeah, it's just the thing.
0: So, we, so yeah, uh, yeah, tell us we about the theme, Aaron. that
1: we would do, obviously we're rolling with our 80s summer vibe. 80s pop summer vibe. Cruel summer. Yeah by Bananarama yes not Ace of Base which yes I always which in our first think. recording
0: yeah that we just had to delete you thought it was Ace of Base I did Why I asked I you who it that? was and you blanked
1: I blanked and I was like it's Ace of Base and in my head I was like "Aaron, you're not right yeah but all I could think of was Ace of Base but now it's a not seminal
0: early 80s band
1: seminal. Bananarama and we're riding this 80s vibe yeah it's summer mm-hmm. we're doing summer themes mm-hmm. books with summer themes and by the way happy pride Because we're in summer. We're in summer. June. June. I know. That's true. (sighs) June always does kind of bring that. Yes. It's a great month. So we're talking about summer. Yeah. Around this time, you see a lot of lists.
0: 10 great beach reads. Yes.
1: Summer reading fun. Mm -hmm. All these types of things. What does that mean to you?
0: I think it's an infantilizing Mm. idea of like, oh, there's so many levels to it. Okay. So let me get my feminist on right now. Yes. Okay. So one is just assuming, like, oh, ladies, you just need something real light light and breezy and easy and probably romantic like
1: a hard seltzer (laughs) that's how you like your books light and breezy (laughs) it is like a hard seltzer ad an orange tangerine whatever yeah Yeah. Yeah. all of that Uh so
0: it's sort of like talking down to us Uh about Uh like what we like Uh when we read Mm -hmm. i hate that there's a whole category of beach reads that's specifically for women you would never hear men reading a beach read yeah yeah okay so all of that, I hate it. Also, I think it's a misnomer because I read just as much in the summer as I read any other time of year. Agreed. I read the same things.
1: Well, if we're really going go we yeah, to go feminist we have to go another level yeah. and say that the assumption why there's no beach read list for men is because the assumption is women are just sitting on the beach having yeah. time to read. exactly, And men are at work or yes. doing some other kind yes, of Yes, because thing. we're just
0: housewives yeah. and we just, you know, took yeah, our we kids to the
1: took beach, kids to the beach got to read some light Smut. Yeah. And yes. uh Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. For our unfulfilling lives. Mm
1: -hmm. So as you know, we find it infuriating to label anyone's reading. Mm -hmm. So read what you want. Yeah. Whether it's at a beach, not at a beach, about a beach, not at a beach.
0: You know what? I don't even like beaches. Maybe that's part of it, too. (laughs) I am not Mm -hmm. a fan of beaches. Mm -hmm. I am not a fan of boats. I am not a fan of being in a body of water. I'm not a fan of the grit of sand. Uh I'm not a fan of the sun.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the whole idea maybe of Beach Read is frustrating to me because it aligns something I really hate with something I love. I don't like
1: that. And I don't mean this to be offensive, okay. but is there anything you like about summer? <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity, there was a list, which yeah, yeah, I'm in agreement yeah, yeah, with 100%. Yeah. And it was one of my questions because... It brings a happiness, but it also brings a lot of other things.
0: Yeah. I do like a few things. One, I like looking out the windows and seeing all the greenery. Yes. I love all the greenery. Mm -hmm. Love it. I do love, too, that, you know, now that I own a house, I do like going out in the lawn and taking care of some of that stuff. Okay. For a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to devote a Saturday to doing something in the yard. No. Mm No. Okay. Mm -mm. I also like that it's light for a good portion of the day, for most of the day. That is great. Mm -hmm. That's a big boost to the mood. Mm -hmm. Other than that, yeah, not much. Mm -mm. I like this weather, which is like 70s, but we get maybe five of these days a year, and pretty soon it's going to be swamp ass hot again.
1: Yeah, that's not fun. And
0: I really don't like being sweaty, and I sweat a lot.
1: Me too. I don't like it either. It's an uncomfortable feeling. Is there anything you like about summer? I do. I like, because I enjoy a walk. And Mike and I like to take walks together often at night. And mm-hmm. so I enjoy the light bean as well. Also, what I like about summer is that we can walk to the ice cream place. Oh, yeah. It's open year round. I'm not saying I don't give it patronage during the winter. Yes. I'm just saying that it's nice to be able to walk there, enjoy mm-hmm. a treat outside and walk back.
0: That's a good point.
1: That's my love of nature right there mm-hmm. is... Sitting on a bench in a concrete parking lot eating ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point, though,
0: because some of my best summer memories growing up are like me and my brothers walking maybe the mile down to 7-Eleven to get some ice cream and then walking back. And boom, great
1: time. The one other thing I do like about summer... Even though it means my kids are not in school, is that I do really enjoy the library reading program because Mason oh gosh, is yeah. so dedicated to it and he loves everything about it. Is he psyched now that oh, it's yeah. summer? And, oh, yeah. we went last week because okay. in our, uh, where we live, this, it started already. Okay. And we went last week, we got him signed up and they did it. Now they're doing it with this app. It's super cool. He was all excited. And when we were walking out, he kept saying, I mean, the library is so cool you get everything for free for a period of time yeah it's free it's just free he kept saying it over and over and over again
0: we feel it buddy we yes. feel the same way Yes. and discovering that a library is there for you is a glorious thing so glorious and i love that mason loves that
1: yeah he does yeah he loves it yeah so that's a good that's a fun thing so okay
0: So those are some of your favorite Mm -hmm. summer activities. We also Mm -hmm. covered some least favorite. Mm -hmm. Also, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about boats and bodies of water?
1: Well, well, I I love swimming. So a body of water I will take. However, there's the caveat. Mm -hmm. I have to feel comfortable. I don't really like getting into water that I don't know what's in it. Oh, Like I don't want things tickling at me. That's. that's, Oh, no, no, no. Whether it's seaweed or a sea monster, I don't want to have to decide. Mm -mm. So I don't like that. I actually don't mind a boat. If I'm in control of the boat, not meaning I'm driving, but like I can decide how long I'm on it. I think that's one of my Mm -hmm.
0: issues is anytime I've been on a boat, I am completely out of control and I know that it's going to be a long time Yeah, and I hate it so much.
1: And I need to know that my bathroom situation is secure. Yes. Am I getting off and having to pee in the water? Yes. Do you have something on board? Are we taking multiple breaks at the dock? I just need to know. Yeah. Because I'm going to adjust my liquid intake.
0: Absolutely. And it's going to reduce or uh, increase my anxiety yes. based on that. And
1: reduce or increase the time that you get to have me on mm. your boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to act like I have a rider sheet, like a celebrity. <laughs> I will come on your boat, but these are my conditions. People are like, we didn't really. We, it was nice. It was a nice, ex- we don't really want you to come. Yeah, so. we didn't even invite We're not you. not meeting any of whatever. these demands. Yeah.
0: All right. So we've talked through what we like and we don't like. Mm-hmm. What's your ideal summer day?
1: you have one I do okay it's just you mentioned the weather yes it's this okay 70 I like a light breeze Uh huh. okay I like it in early May or June because the bug population is still relatively low Mm -hmm. so I could read outside for Mm -hmm. a period of time maybe at a beach I don't know I don't I don't love the grit and sand either so it has to be light so I maybe enjoy the water I maybe don't I like some kind of what I like about summer too is that you have more light dinners around here, yeah, which is more my eating style. Mm-hmm. So I can feed like salads and sandwiches to my family, and they expect it because they're
0: and they're okay with it. Yeah, yeah.
1: In winter, they're like, "This is a snack. Where's <laughs> dinner?" You know, because they're like hibernating. But right. So I enjoy that, uh-huh. and I can sit out for long periods of time on my back patio and uh-huh. not see anyone. Could read. Oh yeah. I can enjoy a nice fruity drink. Oh my. Yeah. And when I come in, if I spent time outdoors, even if I haven't done anything physical, I feel mm-hmm. sort of tired. Like yes. I'm going to sleep better. Yeah. So really my ideal summer day is nothing. I want nothing happening. Yeah. Agreed. And that's what it is. Yeah.
0: But that's your prerogative. Yes. Some people overschedule their summers. Yeah. Both these individual days and the entire season.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't like that.
1: You know what else I don't like? Hmm. Nature pushers. Nature pushers. Don't talk to me about how nice a day it is. You shouldn't be inside. It's too nice. Get outside. It's so nice. You can't be looking at a screen. It's beautiful out. I can listen. Yeah. Listen. (laughs) I can do whatever I want. Okay?
0: And that was my favorite summer stuff growing up was just sitting inside and reading a book like in a day.
1: That's the only good thing about where we live because it's a gradual into summer Uh usually. So once we get into that really hot time, I'm done with the out. Like, I've yep. had enough outside out. times. So I'm like, I can't go out. It's too hot. Yeah. I'm just going to read inside mm-hmm. in the air with my blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to be cozy. Sure. I don't feel like I get to be cozy as much as I should. See, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I think
0: as I'm getting older, I'm appreciating winter more for yes. that coziness factor. Yeah. And for the like, even when I don't like that it gets dark at like 5 p.m it also is just like well i guess it's bedtime pretty soon
1: right so i like that so do you like living we live in a place that has four seasons do you like that or do would you want to live somewhere else i
0: do like it i like the the sort of ebb and flow of stuff Mm -hmm. i like when you know things are, are changing in in that way but it feels like because of dare I say climate change. Yeah. Feels like it's all sorts of fuckery these days. Like it's, we had a weekend not too long ago that one day it was like a snowstorm and the next it was tornadoes. And it just feels like that's increasing over time that like we had one week just recently that was all fifties. And then the next week was all nineties. And it's like, I can't do that. Seesaw. I need like gradual, but I don't feel like seasons are gradual anymore. You know? Yeah, you're right. There's a lot more like, Unpredictability, yes. Which I think I like the predictability of seasons. I do
1: too. Yeah, yeah. I like the the sort of subtle nod to like, oh, okay, I'm moving into fall, so mm-hmm. school's back in session, and mm-hmm. you know, you sort of relate certain things to certain times of the year.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of school So I know Mason got out Like yeah. a week ago right mm-hmm. um, Yesterday I think was the last day In Des Moines public school mm-hmm. So the school that is just a couple blocks away from me They had an outdoor party all morning oh, And it was just it. it was just summer pop Blaring loud oh. All across the neighborhoods I And at like first it. I was like It is 9am What? Why are we listening to Cardi B right now But then <laughs> after a while I was like You know what Good job kids Yeah, You made it through you We made it, it through It's summer now. You deserve it. So you hang out there and do your weird field day or whatever's happening. Yeah. And then you go home and you don't have to see those assholes for a few months.
1: Exactly. Great. Good for you. Good feelings. Yeah. All the way around, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: If you, we've sort of answered this in in previous Uh Mm -hmm. uh, discussions, but like thinking about weather and thinking Mm -hmm. about like seasons and all that kind of stuff. If you could live Mm -hmm. anywhere Mm -hmm. that is not Iowa, where would it be?
1: Ooh, I've thought about this pretty extensively, mm-hmm. and I I have a twofold answer. Okay. If we're talking just like purely by climate and sort of weather, I'm probably in the like San Francisco, mm-hmm. San, probably area. If we're going by, like, what I feel about in terms of the world right now, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Canada. (laughs) I'm looking at
0: New Zealand. I thought you were going to go bunker, just like underground bunker. No, I'm
1: looking at, like, you know, some of those places. I've been thinking of New Zealand, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they seem to be proactive Uh Um, uh-huh uh-huh maybe maybe better aligned with some of the feelings I have maybe more
0: rational logical yeah yeah yeah.
1: I know nothing about the weather in either of those locations Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with that so depends on what we're talking about you know yeah but I like you I enjoy the four seasons so I would you know I guess here's okay too
0: yeah I guess but you get too far north in Canada. And then, like, you get maybe two hours of daylight in the yeah, winter. Yeah, that would be rough. That'd be real That'd rough. be
1: very hard to deal with.
0: And in the summer, it's like, there's no darkness.
1: And, like, to go to the store at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon and it's dark would be yeah. alarming. And
0: depressing. So depressing. Real bad.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. They have a, Maybe that's why their country's so great, because they're like, we have to offset. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to cause all these people to be terribly like mass suicides. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awful, bad. Awful. Yeah. Awful
0: you sort of mentioned it, but Mm -hmm. do you enjoy reading outside? I do. Yeah.
1: To a point. Me too. Let's be clear. Like I don't, it's, it can't go too far. No. Also, this is odd, but if I'm really, really into a book, I don't. And here's why. Because I get distracted. Yeah. And then I'm like, I've just been staring at this neighbor that's doing this weird thing for an hour. Yes. Yeah.
0: I feel the same way. So I have a porch that faces a rather busy street it does so if i sit out there i know i'm not going to be able to keep my focus for very long Uh because there's weird random mopeds like speeding up the street there's there's a high moped population yeah a lot of motorcycles a lot of sirens a lot of like and usually i'm fine with that but if i'm reading
1: yeah i don't want that you're gonna get in the way yeah i don't want it yeah I like it in theory. Let's I like say it in that. theory. Me too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have a porch swing that, on occasion, I've sat out and read on. But yeah, after a while, I'm like, this isn't like my couch. It's no. not that comfortable.
1: And I think because the majority of my reading happens in certain areas of my house uh-huh. too, it sometimes it's hard for my brain yes. to signal into like, yes. oh, this is what I should be doing uh-huh. out here. Yeah, agreed. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's another reason reason why I wouldn't really read it. A, beach anyway cuz i wouldn't be able to focus. Right.
1: Yeah, there's too much distraction. Too many things happening. Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: Besides the fact that there might be creatures and bugs and that my tolerance for Mm-mm. Mm-mm. bugs Mm-mm. and nature of that kind mm-hmm. has dropped substantially. I was never a fan, even as a kid, of like yeah, dirt and yeah, mud and like I got all no, of that. Yeah, I
1: have no tolerance for bugs. No. no. I, I mean, that I'm terrible. No. Not even little ones. I no. don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know you're around. Mm-mm. I get it. I You don't need to tell us all the great things bugs do. I'm not yeah, saying don't they can. don't serve a purpose. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't want them around me. I
0: don't want them around me. I don't want them in my house. You come in my house and it's gonna get it's going to get real. It, First real off, quick. there's three cats that might get on. Yeah, you, like, real quick.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a tough thing. I've to seen get them passed. take
0: on some ants, and mm-hmm. it's murder time,
1: as it should be. And stink what else bugs. are murder claws for? Yes, if not to <laughs> shovel things into your murder <laughs> mouth.
0: <laughs> but then every once in a while, I'll see Ziggy like take on a stink bug, and he like gets it in his mouth. He's like, Ugh! and yeah. then just spits it out, and so he doesn't hunt them anymore, which is a bummer.
1: That is a bummer because I don't like the way they no. look, and they're dormant for a long time. Yes. And then they just appear. Yes. It's weird. On the walls. Season after we moved it, because we moved into our house in the summer, the next season, like I moved a picture and one flew out. And I was like, How are you alive? And I spoke to a bug guy and he was like, Yeah, they can be dormant. They can go like nine months without food or something. What? So they'll just hunker down in a place that <sighs> they didn't get out before the season. And then that's why they just randomly appear because oh, they've been dormant. Terrifying. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I think i've
0: never felt so like invaded as when i find bugs or animals in the house like in past i've had bats and that that is is. the most terrifying vulnerable like invasion that i think i've ever felt
1: i have to say that during the bat situation my awe of you went up like tenfold (laughs) Because I was like, I would have moved. I wouldn't, like, the next time you saw me, you'd be like, did you move? And I was like, yeah, I had bats. And that would be all the explanation I would give you.
0: There were times I wanted to just burn the house down. Yeah. i I gotta start over.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I just gotta
0: start over. Ground up. New construction. (laughs) I know this house has been here since 1910, but fuck it. I'm done. Who cares? Oh,
1: well, you know, mixed bag. Yeah.
0: One more question for you Yes. so thinking about summer, uh-huh. when you were little, mm-hmm. did you look forward to summer or did you miss school?
1: I think a combo. Yeah, there were things I liked about summer: reading, yep. going to the library, getting tons of books, having the freedom to read whenever I wanted, not having to do other school work. Yes, but then so there were things I liked about it. Some, and when I was younger, I think I liked the nicer weather. I was outside more, um, so I enjoyed that. But yeah, I think I miss. School and the structure of school. After a certain point, I kind of need a routine in my day. So how about you?
0: Yeah, same. I think um, looking back now, I think I was very glad to be free of the social aspect of school because it was always so extremely stressful. Uh Um, So the idea of just having to like be in the house and watch MTV all day or like read, you know, books Mm -hmm. were wonderful. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, But I missed like the school part like yeah. learning stuff yeah I was a nerd and mm-hmm. I loved all that and so yeah it it's yeah. a mixed bag too I can see that mm-hmm.
1: well I know that we've got some great summer picks whether summer you're picks. reading at a
0: beach or in your house and listen I came down hard on beach reads I came down hard on the category yeah not the on reads the themselves putting the labels
1: on the yes. beach reads.
0: read whatever you want just yes, like Aaron wherever said. you want I don't care
1: I do not care
0: just don't like putting labels on shit
1: no No.
0: So my fiction pick.
1: Yes. This wouldn't necessarily be
0: categorized as a beach read, but it's placed in summer. Okay. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Real Life Mm -hmm. by Brandon Taylor. And this came out in 2020. Mm -hmm. And so Wallace is a grad student at a Midwestern university, and Mm -hmm. he has spent all summer in the biochem lab Mm -hmm. running these long experiments on like microscopic creatures. And towards the start of the book, it's the end of summer, he checks in and finds it's all been ruined by mold. And to a grad student who's been doing this experiment all summer, oh, like, no. that's devastating. He thinks someone did it on purpose because it's a very cutthroat community in the Mm. lab and in the grad cohort. And it's happened before. And when he tried to report it, the professors didn't believe him. So it's a shitty start to the last weekend of the summer before he starts his fourth year. And he's just so tired of it all. He's tired of feeling like an outsider. He's from Alabama. He's black. He's gay. And he's left behind his family to pursue this goal, which feels less and less like something he wants. Right. And by the way, his father also just died, and he skipped the funeral. And the fellow white students are just aghast at like, why would you do that? Why would you, you know, he's your dad kind of thing, which just serves to isolate Wallace even more. Yeah. And soon we start seeing memories about why he skipped the funeral, why he's distanced himself from his family and from other people. And we see how isolated he is at the university. He's the first black student in the grad program, which everyone keeps reminding him of. Oh, of course. And he's constantly told by administrators and professors he should be grateful. Isn't that the most fucking, you should be grateful. You should be grateful. It's what you tell the first women. It's what you tell the first black people. It's what you tell the first anyone. You should be grateful. So put up with the treatment we give you. Yeah. We meet his cohort as well. And we meet a guy named Miller who insists he's not gay while they have a fling. So one of those guys.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So it's over this. Tracking that. Okay. yep. yep. Mm-hmm.
0: It's over this very hot summer weekend that mm-hmm. all of this comes to a head. And I chose it for this theme because obviously it's a summer setting. There's some summer themes, but also this notion that like summer is a break from real life. Mm -hmm. And throughout, Wallace is trying to figure out what real life is. Is real life outside of this program? Is real life outside of his family? What is life for him being black and gay in this town of like almost all white people? Mm hmm. And he sort of wants a real life and he wants a real job, but it also terrifies him. Like, what comes after this? And it promises to be even worse than what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So there's that sort of push and pull between, like, living this potentially temporary existence and getting past that, but also maybe being afraid of what comes next. Mm -hmm. And the cruelty aspect, the cruel summer aspect, how carelessly cruel we are to others, even those we call our community and our friends and our colleagues, I think this is a, it's a quiet book, Mm -hmm. but it's also kind of loud in a way and it's lyrical, but you tear through it and it's about feeling isolated and weird and alone, which is a good theme for summer too.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Brandon Taylor, because of this book, he won a lot of awards and Mm -hmm. I think that when you read it, you'll see, yeah, that totally makes sense. That
1: tracks. Yes. Okay. Well, I went a route that is, I decided that I'm kind of putting it in the quote unquote beach read category. But it also feels summery. Okay. It doesn't actually take place in summer. Okay. But because it's in LA Uh, and it's sunshiny. That's automatically There's a lot of swimming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just Mm -hmm. feels summery. Yep. So this is called The Disappearing Act by Katherine Steadman and it was published in June of 2021. Mia Elliott is this up and coming actress who's just found out that this huge role that she got she's probably gonna get she got nominated for some awards Mm. she's flying high she goes home finds out that her longtime boyfriend broke up with her and moved out actually sent movers while she was there to move his stuff out won't answer text messages anything and because he's also an actor she knows that this is going to hit tabloids and it's going to be uncomfortable and she's in london that's where she's from so she says you know what I'm done with this role. I'm probably getting awards. I'm going to go to L.A. for pilot season. And I'm just, I'm going to tell my agent to send me there. I'm going to try out for a bunch of stuff. Avoid. I can just say, no, I was leaving anyway. I got auditions. This is going to be great, right? So she has her um, agent set her up with a nice kind of loft apartment. Has a pool in the building so she can come and go. Um, because she's up and coming a car company gives her a car to drive if she promises to pose on instagram oh wow Um, but you kind of fall in love with her right away because she knows nothing about social media even though (laughs) she's supposed to so she keeps trying to outsource like can you take this picture and put it up i don't know what i'm supposed to do and when they tell her hey you have to put this on instagram she's like i don't have one and they're like (laughs) yeah you do and it's verified and she had to call her agent and she's like yeah you do we put stuff on there all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of funny side, Mm -hmm. but so she's there first round of auditions going great. She meets this girl named Emily and right away she likes her. She's kind of has the same kind of down to earth vibe. And she asks a favor of her right before she goes in audition. Like, Hey, can you throw a couple quarters in my parking meter? I'll be right back after my audition. From there, things go bananas because Emily disappears. And Mia can't find her anywhere. And the car's still there. She's gone. And this goes on for days. Ooh. I mean, obviously, Mia moves on and does some other, you know, moves on with her day and her life, but she can't stop thinking about this girl. And, mm-hmm. and it's not enough that a police, that the police are going to take it seriously because there's not really evidence of foul play. She just, it was a rental car. She didn't come back to it. Huh. They don't know. She knows really nothing else about her. And then she finds out that she's more deeply involved in this whole situation than she ever thought. Things get crazy. Ooh. It's so twisty and so dark and so fun. There's a lot of psychological elements to it. Um, I think Mia's a very likable character. And I thought that the author did an amazing job of making sure we really could buy into some of her actions, um, giving reasons, you know, like, hey, I could see how somebody in real life could get sucked into a drama like this. Like, I think sometimes in books like this are things like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, just back out. But in this, you're like, yeah, I get why this would bother you. Like, where's this person? So I thought it was amazing. I also loved the ending. I will tell you that in the last couple chapters, I started to get nervous. Like, I was like, I think I know where this is going and I don't like it. And then it ended somewhere totally different. Ooh, and I was that's fun. so impressed. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I think that, Lots of interesting characters, great mystery, great quote unquote beach read. It's like one of those I think they usually put in that category, like, oh, it's supposed to be light. It's not light necessarily, but it's something that I enjoyed. It was a great segue one in between. Sometimes I feel Ooh, like yeah. that in my reading life where like I read something heavy and then maybe I'm reading something nonfiction and mm-hmm. I want something else and this was it was perfect. It was likable characters, it's a fun story. I could easily see this being made into a movie. Oh boy. So Disappearing act. Disappearing act. Yeah.
0: I think that's a great encapsulation of bee trees too. Yeah. It is weird like what they determine is a bee tree yeah. and what isn't. Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes
1: no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's like something that they weren't sure how they were going to market it. Yeah. Or maybe it's something that they think the market is saturated. Or they're so just it's, like, it's got women in it. Here yeah. you go. It feels like something the publisher does. Like, hey, yes. if we can publish this in June and get it on a beach read yes. list, everyone will buy it. Like, yeah. okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying if I had a book and they suggested that I wouldn't be okay with it. But I'm sure. just saying.
0: Give me that beach read list.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Give me that list. Put it. Put me on it. Give me that hot list.
0: Sounds like a good
1: good time it is a good time do you Fairly also enjoyable. remember like
0: I remember summers like I was saying like just gulping down books just reading mm-hmm. them so fast and there were even like sort of beach reads for kids too like yes sort of murdery books like R.L. Stein felt uh-huh. like things I would read in the summer all Christopher the time. Pike yes
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: read a lot of Stephen King too uh-huh. in the uh-huh. summer yeah Dean Koontz. yep good times
1: It is funny to look at the children and young adult publishing schedule because it's actually, you know, there's certain times in sort of the adult publishing world where you can tell like either there's like award season push. We got to get these books out before nominations. And then there's kind of that beach push. And there's a very strong push for I've noticed for probably I would say middle and even lower grade. Right at Christmas, because who's buying? You know, parents are usually the ones spending the money on the books for that age. So a lot of like the Mason's favorite series, the next one always comes out like right around you know December. Smart, Mm -hmm. it is. It is smart, smart, -hmm. smart, smart. smart.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, for other genre pick, yeah, I went uh, off off road. Oh. By roading. I, mean I didn't choose a book. Oh, I chose an online magazine. Oh, get it. And it's called Off Assignment.
1: Oh, yeah. Now,
0: I think I chose or I, I thought of this because oftentimes at least here in, you know, the US, when we think of summer, we often think of travel. Absolutely, right? yeah. yeah. And this site is a lot of essays with writers taking on travel with unique angles mm-hmm. okay at full disclosure I wrote an essay for them a few years ago which, which was phenomenal it was phenomenal yeah and uh, it I wrote about my trip to Scotland mm-hmm. and a bar full of dudes and some weird vibes that I got mm-hmm. and I framed it as a letter to those dudes mm-hmm. okay and that's an entire section of this uh, site off assignment is called Letter to a Stranger, where, like my essay, like there's writers that are writing letters to people that haunt them from their travels. Like it could be you know, just a stranger walking down the street. It could be a bar full of dudes. It could be like someone that you really talked with. Mm-hmm. Um, But along with that letters to a stranger column, there's a lot of different other different sections, too. There's a section called no equivalent that is about language and how things often get lost in translation, that sometimes there aren't specific words for the words that we know. And then what does that mean? How do we communicate with people over that gap in Mm -hmm. language? There's a section called what I didn't say, which is. Writers who have often written other travel pieces or books and they left stuff out. And Mm. so now they're getting, they're putting more of that like behind the scenes or like things they couldn't get into in other assignments. Oh, interesting. And then there's a section called witching hour, which is about like specific times and places and the strangeness and the beauty that can come from there. They're really short hits of like, you know, Scotland at 10 p.m. at night or whatever and like whatever was experienced there. Also, if you like what you find when you look at Off Assignment, and of course the link will be provided in the show notes, there's now an anthology of a bunch of letters to strangers. Oh, nice. So you can get into book form as well. And I chose it for the scene because like I said, summer, I think, is a time for travel. It's also a time for journeys. And I think the essays here, they range across seasons. So there's going to be stuff about winter. There's going to be stuff about fall, spring, Mm -hmm. and summer. But that association sort of lingers for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I think also the aspect, you know, thinking about the cruel summer theme, um, I think that journey isn't always travel. Like travel, to me, is like a checklist and like tourist destinations, and you got to march through museums, and you got to check things off, and all that kind of stuff, right? There's Mm -hmm. that kind of travel. And that can be here in off assignment, but usually it's much more. It's much more of like experiences and maybe places that you don't mm. see elsewhere, right? Very cool. Which is just as important, sometimes even more important than all the checklists Absolutely. of the tourist destinations. Yeah. It's also about how like journeys change you. Like even just the idea of different time zones and time displacement, that messes with you. It messes with your head. It messes mm-hmm. with your body. You start seeing things and feeling things differently mm-hmm. and how that works. There's a lot here about that. And also like, culture clashes just like the way the different countries do things it can really like sort of put you out of yourself make you see yourself differently Mm -hmm. um can improve you as well so yeah i think you're going to find a lot of really interesting uh writing here um across the gamut but Mm -hmm. a lot of different journeys and writers and all sorts of stuff wow yeah sounds amazing Mm -hmm. i like it
1: And I have read from there because you wrote an essay there. And then I read some other things and I can attest it's great. Good stuff. And that's perfect for summer travel. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, I kind of went a different direction too with the other pick. And it is a book, but it's, I guess I would call it a comic book because it's comics um, it's called Strange Planet by Nathan Pyle. Mm. And the whole premise this the first one is published in November 2019. He has a Stranger planet, which is like the second one, and they think he has one just specifically about that might not, I don't know. anyway, I'll get to what the third one is. Okay, so this is uh, comics that he wrote about everyday real life experiences but sort of through an alien life form like they came here and they don't understand what's happening <laughs> and things that we take for granted how they're trying to make that make sense mm-hmm. and it can be really simple things and then also just things you never thought of before like there's a great comic about them going through a drive through and he's driving and the companions with him and he's like you whisper your order to me so I can yell it really loud into this. <laughs> it's like all these funny things that you know you we take for granted that we do yeah, yeah. and then to see it laid out so succinctly and simply it's like, god we're
0: weird yes yeah and
1: one of them a lot of them have to do with weather or situations so it kind of made me think of summer i like it too because it's one of those books that you could kind of leave somewhere and like pick up read a couple of them and mm-hmm. put them back it's not like necessarily a cohesive story that you have to fall beginning to end but one of them that i wanted to um point out was and i'll just read you the text of this one but it says whoa alex you look damaged I was exposed to the nearest star. I feel more attractive. <laughs> Honestly, you are. It's the star damage. I crave star damage. <laughs> like Yeah. That's, that's tanning. That's, that's tanning. sunburns. Yeah, but when you think about it, it's from someone else damage. Yes, it's so great. Oh man. Um, I brought a couple other ones, but I brought the pictures. Oh of my this gosh. One. You have visual aids. I do have visual aids. So this one I brought because it's a cat.
0: Oh, and there's a whole section. Yes. That's what the oh, third is one is. Weird. It's just about pets, okay. I think. Uh-huh. But
1: there's cat stuff in the first one, and it is phenomenal because okay. they don't understand cats at all, <laughs> as none of us do. So there's a cat on a table sort of sticking its head in a glass of water. He uh-huh. Uh-huh. says, the creature seeks out immediate hydration. <laughs> it says, I have emptied the cylinder. It will now seek liquid elsewhere. <laughs> and then it shows the cat just pushing the cup oh. off the table, as we know cats love to do. All the time. And it says, the creature is erratic it obeys only itself oh my
0: god that is accuracy
1: there's another one where he brings it in and he says the creature is vibrating <laughs> it's purring it's just so so incredible um this one i don't know if i can oh let's do this one with the dentist this one oh, is no. great a okay. dentist yes okay. i'm here to scrape your mouth stones <laughs> he says wonderful have you been forcing string <laughs> For- It is forcing strain. He says seldom. Now wear the trash necklace. Okay. The trash because it's a weird piece of paper that they put around your neck. They put around your neck. And now feel completely helpless. Okay. I mean, when you put some of that stuff I mean, maybe
0: if the dentist said all this stuff, you might feel a little more comfortable. I mean, if
1: he said, I'm here to scrape your mouth stones, I'm in.
0: Get get after it. Get it. it. Do it.
1: Get it. Yeah, I'm about it. And wear the trash necklace. That got me so hard the first time I read it. That makes
0: me want it more versus when they give you the trash Trash necklace. necklace. Yeah, 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 absolutely. uh Yeah. This is great. Yeah, so there's
1: so many. It's so funny. All of the stuff that they do is terrific, or that he does is terrific. Also, highly recommend following him on Instagram because this is where it started. Oh. And sometimes he publishes ones that he's already published, but he also does this hilarious thing where he does captions for pigeons he videotapes in the park. Oh my God. In New York. Also hilarious. So. And I he does some stuff now that he has a child and so sometimes he does captions for his kid and all of it is just out of (laughs) this it's always funny. It's always a bright spot when it comes up in my Instagram Excellent. Great. And the other reason I brought it for now is because we do know that summer season seems to bring a lot of gift giving (gasps) situations. Right. Oh, we didn't even think about that. And this is a very good one because it's funny across the board, it's universal. It's not humor that you have to make sure they have the right sense of humor for. That's like, everybody's wonderful. gonna find it. And like I said, they have a pet one. Uh huh. They have a second one, so it's great. And it comes in a nice hard cover. So man, you, know, you, you just it. figured out
0: the gift for all summer. Occasions. The gift for all summer. Just
1: forget all the Happy places you'll go. Day. Here you go. Yeah. Leave Dr. Seuss behind. Let's move on. <laughs> oh God. Two. You're
0: right. This would be a way better graduation <laughs> gift. Mm-hmm. -hmm. Than weird Mm freaking Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Yeah. Never understood that.
1: No, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Great. Good times. Great.
0: I also just like the idea of like examining what is normal because normal is so weird, but we've just arbitrarily said, nope, this is how normal is.
1: The next one after they go through the drive through is them sitting on the curb and he's like, we ingested it so fast. And the other one's like, why do we do this to ourselves? Like, so much the conversation. (laughs) And then it's like two frames later, it's like, why do I want it again? <laughs> like, it's so true. I mean, it's just yeah. everything, everyone that you read, they, they talk about sports in there. They're trying to understand football at one point. Oh, man, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. It is terrific.
0: Super yeah. Terrific. Good luck explaining any of our any weird of obsessions. So weird. Any of them.
1: So weird. Yeah.
0: I would like to see them take on our obsession with true crime. Yes. Because that relates to my next pick.
1: Ooh, okay, okay.
0: So pop culture-wise, yes. I chose a very short, limited series okay. that's all finished now.
1: Oh. Came out last month. You're going to be so happy because I just watched
0: this. Oh, boy. It's called Candy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was really smart how they did it. Like, they did one each night over a weekday or a week. So good. A week span. Yes. Yeah. And it's all out now. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's got Jessica Biel, Melanie Amazing. Linsky. Both of them. So freaking good. So good. So this is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. June of mm-hmm. 1980. And the kids are going to vacation Bible school. And they're going to the pool. And they're going to the new Star Wars movie. And Betty Gore, who is a former teacher and now a housewife and mother in Texas, is found dead in her home with 41 axe wounds. Forty. 41. One. Yeah, that's
1: Four important.
0: 41.
1: 14 that is to the A shitload of
0: axe wounds. Yes. Very early on, we see that Betty's daughter has spent the night with Candy's daughter. Mm-hmm. So it was over at Candy's house. And Candy went to pick up the young girl's swimsuit. Mm-hmm. So she stops over at Betty's house. And then the next thing we see is Candy covered in blood, mm-hmm. trying to clean up after herself. And then quickly going back to her schedule of swim drop-offs and vacation Bible school and family time and the movie at the night, just like returning, no discussion of what just happened. Right. It is jarring. It is weird. And over at Betty's house, it's just silence except for a crying baby, which Uh is very, very eerie. We learn too, real quick, that the two of them are pretty much opposites. Like Betty, who is Melanie Alinsky, seems sort of fragile, mm-hmm. but she's also very quick to anger. Mm-hmm. And she's sad. She's frustrated. She's left alone a lot with her kids. Her husband's traveling all the time. We get the sense that they do love each other, but there's also some weird friction that you're not quite sure uh-huh. what's going on. And then on the other side is Candy, Jessica Beale, who is the perfect mother, mm-hmm. perfect wife. She is social. She is kind. She's organizing all these community and church events. She's funny. And at one point they become sort of odd friends, yes, which is helpful. But then at one point they're not, and Betty's very confused why. So over the next episodes, we get a look at the two after seeing like candy covered in blood and figuring mm-hmm. out you know there's a whole prolonged series of actions which is really gut wrenching of them figuring out like yeah there is something wrong over at that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a look at the two of them and their friendship, what's really going on with Betty's husband. Uh, Candy's own sort of deferred dreams and lots of more twists Mm -hmm. until finally the police come for Candy and what happens next is even wilder yes it goes in some bizarre directions it does also I love that the lead police officer is Justin Timberlake uncredited yes and his partner is Melanie Alinsky's husband in real life Jason Ritter oh it is so the two husbands are playing yeah
1: yeah. I did not realize that yeah so it's amazing cops, yeah. I didn't realize that they were that's terrific yeah. yeah we just watched this last week and it is you're going to binge it so fast It's and so I chose, good yeah
0: I chose it for this theme because I feel like this is cruel summer story so true in setting and in plot, but it also feels like there's this sense of, like, overheating, of pressure that no one is talking about. Good point, right? yeah. Like, Candy has this mask that moms kind of have to put out to the world, mm-hmm. and she plays it so well, but she has a ton of frustration, a ton of rage, a ton of, like... um sexuality underneath that is not coming out. Mm -hmm. And she puts that in a number of different places in in affairs and then perhaps in violence until she just snaps. Mm -hmm. And of course, the coverage of it at the time in 1980, it plays that up, right? The perfect housewife who just snaps and the perfect woman who just...
1: (laughs) Sorry, my foot was cramping so bad. Sorry, I'm like this is so uncomfortable. Oh, I think I'm just gonna in. keep
0: this part in where I just saw Aaron moving and mouthing. Sorry, 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 sorry. until now.
1: <laughs> My toes are going. I'm I have to get out without ruining her train of thought, and it, it didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> you just snapped, Aaron. I did. You just snapped. snapped. I did not. Asked you 41 times. Yes, you did not,
0: thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. um I, I think it's super entertaining. I think it's sad. No, also, you're not going to de- get a definitive answer mm-hmm. going in because mm-hmm. this is based on true events, but we only hear one side of the story, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And so we may not ever really know what truly happened. Mm-hmm. But what we do see is fascinating and mm-hmm. super interesting, very entertaining. So entertaining. It's great. Yeah. And also, I love that idea of, like, just women snapping for no reason. Like, yeah. it's something that media continues to play up. Like, yeah. just so fine, so fine, until suddenly, boom, one day, they're crazy. Yeah. Because there's nothing in the world that would, that would potentially. That.
1: Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, yeah, anything terrific. else you would add about no, Candy? No, that's just terrific. I'm glad you I'm watched it. love it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So, so good. Um, so I, for my pop culture pick... I pick something that um, my husband and I and our children enjoy every summer. Mm. And it's about to start in July. And it's a little reality TV program called Big Brother. Oh. And it's a game show style show. It's been on for a long time on CBS. Um, they do like a celebrity version sometimes during the winter. But essentially what happens is they pick, I want to say 12, maybe it's 16 people. They cast as they do and they go into a house that's completely isolated there's no TV there's no outside news there's no talking to anyone talk about
0: snapping yeah
1: there's nothing like it's just you're in the house with these people for basically three months if you make it to the end and they do different competitions so you get different advantages and at the end you're basically they're like voting one person out every week until it's down to the person that wins a prize so they've traditionally always done this during summer so it sort of becomes synonymous in a way with our summer because it's it's on three times a week, which is Whoa. would be way too much to handle during a normal, like during a school year or during normal TV. But as we know, summer is usually kind of a drought for TV shows. So they take advantage of that because they have one that's, you know, the competitions and then they have um, people getting nominated for eviction and then the actual eviction. So like I said, it's coming out July 6th. And I, we have watched every season, so I can tell you that we'll watch this one, with. and I'm giving you plenty of warning to get it recorded on your DVR. You're mm. going to love it. Especially if you have liked any of my other reality TV picks, if you like Below Deck Mm -hmm. or Housewives Mm -hmm. or something like that, this show, it's in the same vein where you're just watching people like, how are you going to react to that? (laughs) And just waiting to see what happens. It's fascinating. I do like it because it spurs a lot of discussion because there are things that I'm like, why would someone do that? Mm -hmm. And then Mike will say the opposite. Like, I can't believe that they didn't, you know. So it's interesting that way. Mm. But what's particularly interesting this summer Is CBS up to their game? And right after Big Brother this year is a little show that some of you might remember from MTV called The Challenge, which used to pit real world and road (gasps) rule stars against each other in competitions. They're bringing it back, not with MTV stars, but with former Big Brother people, former Survivor contestants, former Amazing Race contestants, same host. And they're debuting it after Big Brother. So oh, I'm boy. interested to see. I mean, I have to as yeah, as a child to. that grew. I mean, you have to check it out. Yeah. So there you go. Two for one. You can flash right back to childhood summers of all those crazy, ridiculous TV shows on MTV. Mm. And now you can see them on mainstream CBS. Wow. That's how far we've come. <laughs>
0: wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, did you say it three months they're in that house together?
1: I think so. I think that equals out it's a long time. That is time. terrifying. It's a long time without any like later in the season they win like some of the advantages are like they win you know like a message from home or whatever if you get if you win the competition that week you're called the head of the household and you get like a letter from home and some of your favorite snacks and stuff but that's all they don't even have writing stuff like i could never do it just based on the fact that you can't read or write for three months oh my god like just write thoughts down or like work through things like that's yeah This is how psychosis forms. Mm-hmm. They have like chests and checkers. They have a big pool. They have you know, like there's activities and it seems like they're busy a lot in the house. Like they make them do a lot of things, but there's a lot of just like hanging out.
0: But all the activities are games. A lot of them are. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And but that can also be some of the fun because they show you a lot of them just like making up random things to do. <laughs> and it's great. Like if you get a good group of house guests, it can yeah. be really funny. Like some of the stuff that they you know come up with and they cook all their own meals they have to cook for themselves so watching people in the kitchen and then how that can be used like you don't want to evict me because i'm the only one that cooks like you know it's terrific that we've watched the celebrity big brother and i don't enjoy it as much except for the fact of having to watch some of these celebrities that clearly don't do certain things for themselves Mm -hmm. be like
0: how do you boil water? Yeah, do
1: I? Okay, but I need, I only eat a certain number of calories, so I can't eat this if I don't oh know God. how much is, yeah, it's crazy, but so entertaining. Wow. It's a perfect summer beach show. There you go. Not a beach read, but a beach show. Beach it's show. I... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know why I think I can't really get into reality TV mm-hmm. is the preponderance of games. Yeah. And the, like, dependence on, like, forced social interaction. It's a lot. Which just makes me super anxious. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Can't handle it. We laugh because, you know, passive aggressiveness out of the Midwest is kind of a thing, a tool we all know well, right? Indeed. Indeed we do. And we always laugh because in Big Brother you see these people that seem so nice and then they do diary room interviews with them and they're like, I can't stand, like I'm going to murder this person (gasps) in their sleep. And Mike's like, that would be your downfall. Everyone would like you out there and then they would see your interviews after the fact where you're like, if he says one more time... (laughs) I, said, I like that right. you and mike
0: have discussed how you would do on the mm-hmm. show how would mike do on the show
1: he does not feel like he would do well on it hmm. he thinks he could do survivor i know i could never do survivor Good god no. no i don't have any desire no we, but uh, he so he thinks i would have a better chance at big brother he'd have a better chance at survivor but he can't be around people like that for Mm-mm. that long without Mm-mm. saying how he really thinks or feels yeah and that's and not there's a do lot well. of times you just have to keep your mouth shut and kind of fade into the back that seems is a strategy that gets people pretty far. Like, yeah. So
0: I do like the, the, the fact that they're just blatant about social interaction being a game Mm -hmm. because it really is, but we don't talk about it that way.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's very interesting to see who, uh, pairs up, like creates alliances. Sometimes they're really strategic about it and they go, you know, like you can tell people that are smart and they go to the person that they're like, no one's going to think that we talk. So let's wow. not talk out in front of people, but let's have each other's backs, like when we're voting and stuff. Yeah. I'd be
0: terrible at that. I, would I yeah, like the making alliances. Mm-hmm. I would either choose the wrong people or just try to go it alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you can't go it alone. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. If you were to be on Big Brother, I would need to have like a month with you prior okay. to okay to show you certain episodes <laughs> and be like, these are strategies you need to have going in.
0: Could we go in as a duo? And then,
1: yes, I think that's good
0: because you you could help us mm-hmm. win, and mm-hmm. I could do nothing. I, I'm not going to bring anything to the table. No, so that's maybe good. Sometimes is, it's good to see yeah.
1: non-competitive. Uh-huh. Because you're not Just a threat fade into
0: the background. I can yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can usually let like the bro dude take himself out because he's like he can't handle it he can't handle throwing a competition so he's always winning and then people are like well you're too good at this so see ya Uh uh-huh it happens a lot and i love it oh
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i like that Mm -hmm. okay
1: there you go excellent i think some great picks to get your summer started off right
0: and also we went outside the box so outside outside. the summer box yes we did all sorts of different recommendations
1: yeah and then in two weeks guess what what? The 80s summer vibe continues. Oh, damn, it sure it does. It continues. Who new song mean, new theme? Yeah.
0: We haven't decided mm. yet on our future themes, but who knows there could be some new kids on the block. There could be oh, like
1: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. 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 The red stuff. Oh.
0: Of- it could be, you know, people that we watched MTV for religiously. Mhm. Your Whitney Houston, your Madonnas. Yes. I mean, who knows? Who
1: knows what's coming at? You? Yeah. But it's going to be. We exciting. know it's going to be good picks. You
0: know it. <laughs> so in the meantime,
1: happy reading.
0: I'm up again, same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing. I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much of from any of the women. And one night of doing this and it's broken things open. The dreams are they're in me and they're they're coming out of me and to me. I'm I am not broken. I'm the most whole. Most Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.